three, two, one. Hello everyone, my name is Mike Cisneros and you are listening to Cincy Brewcast. Makes me so sad. I This is the Big Sis Show. Um, this is uh, obviously an entire show dedicated to Mike and everything he started with the show and all of the the people around town in the craft beer community that he touched and um, to his beer, his uh, Czech Pilsner, super traditional, a little overhopped maybe. Um, I'm sure when uh, we get Andy Reynolds to there, he can uh, talk to us about what makes a traditional Czech Pilsner. He's a little bit geeky about his beer. But we're definitely going to talk about beer. We're going to talk about brats. We're going to talk about podcasts. Um, I, 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 other than that, I don't know. We're just going to kind of do this because that's kind of the way we started this whole show. We... Uh, we gathered around Mike's dining room table with a recorder, just plopped right in the middle, and we opened a couple beers, and we said, all right, what do we talk about? <laughs> so I'm joined right now by Chef Tony. Um, anybody who listens to the show, they should know Chef Tony. You've been on probably, what, five times, maybe? Uh, if I pulled up my notes, I could tell you, but that's yeah, too much Yeah, I mean, um, you know, it was funny. We did this uh, last year down here at Braxton, but... Uh, you know, it, it brings back memories of what Mike, you know, did for Every us. Every time I hit record, it does. When we first got started, you know, in business, and we were we were doing, uh, you know, different infusions and stuff. And I remember coming out for the first time that we were on the program. and uh, Again, gathered around the dining room table. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, he's like, well, the grill's outside. Go ahead and just help yourself. And, you know, I was like, okay. So I went out in the backyard and fired his grill up and started grilling out our product. And it was it was an entire show of, yeah. it was good. So, you know, it, it just brings back memories of a, a really great guy. You know, he's, He was fantastic. I, you know, I... Brittany Lee, am I supposed to call you Brittany Lee Walker? Is that what you say on your show? Is that how oh, you yeah, introduce yourself? Yeah, Brittany Walker from Have a Drink Show. Um, again, one of my favorite podcasts, and I, I always enjoy having you or Chris on the show. Or, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm sure I would enjoy having the other guys on the show too, but yeah, you know, they're yeah. they're not here, so yeah, they don't live here, so <laughs> unfortunately. But um, thank you for joining me. Did you ever get a chance to meet Mike? Unfortunately, I, no. It was just I think listening the first, to the show. Yeah, I think the first time we had you on was probably last year for the Big, Big Sis. Sis yeah. so, um, you know, you guys were much more prepared as far as podcasts go when you got rolling than we were. We just kind of sat down and started winging it. So I can't uh, say that we don't do that sometimes. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, but when you get talking about beer and you're passionate enough about it, you know, you you, you definitely find things to talk about. Well, and that's you know, I, I guess I don't know if that's a flaw with with the way we do the show but that's kind of the way we always ran things is that you know what like yeah we don't have a topic tonight but we'll just, what do you have in your fridge bring it over and we'll sit and we'll start talking about it and we'll start talking about Cincinnati and what's going on and yeah. um, the show will happen and 
It still keeps happening every single week. And <laughs> it did. And it did. Pretty much. He enjoyed his beer. That's for damn sure. Yes, he did. And, I, it, and I'm enjoying his beer. Well, then, that, yeah, you know, it, it, it makes me so sad because, I A, I know that he would love Big Sis. I know he would love the beer. Yeah. Um, but, B, if he walked into Braxton and walked up to that bar and saw his beer up there with his name on it, with the, the logo, with his picture on it, with that stogie sticking out of his mouth, saw people walking around the tap with this T-shirt with his face on it. Yep. Dear God, he would have loved that. Yep. <laughs> and we're also joined by Jake Rouse. Um, hey, guys. The now Covington famous Rouse family. No, no. <laughs> Covington and Newport famous, I guess I should say, with Braxton Labs. Um, this city loves you guys. You guys have done amazing yeah. things with Braxton in a really short period of time. Yeah. We could probably spend an entire show talking about that. <laughs> I know you're on a, a, a tight schedule yeah, here, we're so good. we're going to jump into that first and sure. talk about everything you guys have going on. Obviously, it's that time of year. Dark Charge is... That's right. <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to poke around as soon as I finish recording here, and you wander <laughs> off to see if I can find some in that. Try. Yeah, absolutely. We, we may have some low fills around here. I, <laughs> I haven't been able to try all the variants yet, but... No, it's, it's, it's been amazing. So we were really fortunate to be written up in Beer Advocate uh, about uh, earlier this month, in late October, early November. And that, it, that article really hit home on why Evan and I started the company to begin with, right? Like, if you think about it, we're about almost three years old now, which is hard to believe. March will be the three-year anniversary. If you look at what's happened just on this street, <laughs> in two and a half years. I mean, we're talking about $30-plus million development next door. We've got Hotel Covington, which is operating at an 80-plus percent occupancy almost every single night. We've got restaurants and bars like the Hannaford opening up, some awesome stuff happening across the street. It is it is the coolest feeling for us because we, you know, we, we started this thing with the idea of, you know, maybe are we late? Like, you know, it, it, when we first launched, I think we had that conversation, you know, like where it was... You know, Evan and I are really passionate about this, but we're a year plus behind, you know, the other big guys in the city, and maybe we're just a little late to market. And it, it turned out that being over in northern Kentucky has just given us a platform to grow like we never imagined. Like, th- this side of the river is, is craving an identity, and I, I think we're starting to see a lot of local restaurants, a lot of local bars, and uh, fortunately us, be able to, to help provide that to, to residents here. Well, and I, I think you guys are doing a, a great job with it, and you've you've managed to create a place that definitely has a huge identity, and, and not just Northern Kentucky, but Greater Cincinnati, without feeling like a big giant place. I appreciate that. I yeah. I don't know how you guys managed to create. I mean, I guess anybody that walks back and sees the, the, the tanks, but <laughs> how you get the amount of beer you guys get out of here, out of this space, I, I will never understand. Yeah, I, I, I can't share too much about our 2018 plan, but, you know, Evan and, and our entire leadership team, Jonathan, my dad, we all sat around, and uh, back in September, we went to Asheville, North Carolina. We, we took kind of all the key leaders of the company uh, away for a week and sat around a table and just kind of tossed things up on the wall. What did we like? What did we not like? Like, you know, at the end of the day, this, this thing has morphed into something that we never really imagined. I mean, two facilities in two and a half years. Labs has just, Labs has completely blown me away. Um, just what we've been able to do out of there and what it's meant for the broader picture of the company has been amazing. And for us, like, we, we sat around and we're like, what, what are we going to do next? Like, how do, we, how do we continue to push ourselves? How do we push the industry forward? 
you know, you keep reading Doomsday uh, on the coast, and, you know, we can talk about that forever. But, you know, for us, it's like, how do we continue to remain relevant? And, and we really narrowed it down to, to two big things. The first is we, Covington is home, and this building is home for us. Like, we, we love it. I mean, we literally, where we're sitting right now in the garage, we walked in before we, we ever, you know, did any demo, demolition here. It was an art gallery. It was a, an architecture firm. And this garage was here. It was just kind of like an omen. So we've kept it from day one. And we sat around and we're like, guys, we just, everyone in the free world is looking at us like, why are you doing this? (laughs) Why are you doing this to yourself? Like, we just paid an astronomical amount of money for a welder to cut a 20 by 20 hole in the roof to bring 120 barrel (laughs) fermenters into the building. And they're like, you guys, like, it's time for a new building. You've just outgrown it. Like, we watch that on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy. And so we, we, we talked to each other and we just said, listen, this is home. So 2018 is, is going to be all about HQ. Uh, and it's going to be all about really cementing HQ as home. And we've got some they're, really, really They're swapping out every one of the bar stools with little tiny tanks to store beer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we, no, no capacity goes unturned. No <laughs> they're removing all of the bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go out back. And but it provides, it, it does, it, it, the plan provides for a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of city cooperation. I mean, that we, we went to them and we said, guys, like, you know, we're 44 people now across two facilities with, you know, 38 of them working here, mm-hmm. six of them over at labs. And we said, guys, we... We need the next step. We need your support to do it. We're super on board. So, so what's going on with Labs? Explain, explain what you guys are doing over there. Because I, I go over there all the time to get our beer. Yeah, to, absolutely. To labs, do. Is, labs is fascinating to me. Um, so basically, the, the whole concept is is something that that I talked a lot about with my mentors who were in technology, but not not in manufacturing. And it was just the idea that oftentimes the mindset of efficiency and scale are at odds with the mindset of innovation and creativity. So for us, there's no joke, we're, we're at a space inside of this building, right? Like, there is no more fermenter that you can fit back there. But we're, we're 1,120 barrels of fermentation capacity now, so, so we're at a decent size. I mean, next year we could theoretically do 30,000 barrels, and we're, we don't take that for granted, but everything out of this facility is... How much did we yield? How efficient were we doing it? And how on spec is every metric? Like, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how quality. many. Like, quality. All quality control. It's all quality. The lab. Everybody. Like, this is. It, it, there's seven or eight people that check every batch of beer that leaves this facility, right? So we, we thought to ourselves, like, how are we ever going to be able to, you know, really do something special if, if we're driving the same people who are phenomenal at what they do to hit every metric? And then also turning around and asking them to come up with something that's never been done before. Well, and, and you know, I, I assume that the plan to drop those 120-barrel fermenters was in place already, and you knew that that was going to happen. How do you experiment when it has to go into a 120-barrel fermenter? Yeah, that's, a, that's another great point. We, we did a show. It was episode 7 of uh, season 3, if anybody wants to kind of go back. And we, we, we talked a lot about Braxton Labs, and I think it's just a brilliant idea yeah and and what it has done and and i I can tell you firsthand so i've spent a good chunk of time uh this past few months on the road in our in our regional markets so we sell beer from dayton to nashville the entire city of the entire state of kentucky as far south as nashville as far north as dayton 
And the further you get away from here, it's, it's harder to sell beer. It just it is. Yeah. Like, there is, and, and you have to ask yourself as a sales team, as a brand, as, as a brewing team, why would you pick up a storm when there's a brewery that's local in that city that produces a lighter style of beer? Labs has provided us that really amazing ability to push the agenda with our core product and leverage things that have never been done. Hmm. So, you like think about, patching, packaging a beer with marshmallows. Right, exactly, exactly. Or <laughs> ice cream. More importantly, what it is is it gives us an opportunity that's really unique and that we can be so flexible. Yeah. Like Braxton Labs doesn't have a production schedule like with, with three tanks. Like three tanks are never scheduled. But the other two, like we generally know what's going in there so we can plan around them and all that. But, but like when things like New England style IPA come up, we want to be able to at least experiment with it and see what's happening. And that and that's what Labs gives us the ability to do. Well, and, and, and if something is clear that it needs to be a bigger idea, then it can move into the uh, the production here exactly. and kind of work its way. And it's, you know, a lot of people questioned it when the announcement was made that you guys had moved into the former 8-Ball space. Oh, yeah. People were like, well... Well, that doesn't make any sense. You know, they need Why a would they, go down? they need a big production facility. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. And then when you take a step back and you look at it and you look at what Braxton yeah. is at the core, it's not supposed to be a big, giant, nationwide brewery and feel like it. It's supposed to be a community-driven place. It's the garage, and I don't. There was a, there was an article, and I wish I knew off the top of my head who wrote it recently about a, a brewery's identity and a brewery mm-hmm. understanding their identity and sticking with that no matter what. And it's really hard to it, do. I'll tell you, like we we face a lot of conversation and a lot of decisions where you know it's it's you're at the idea of like, man, should we do this? The first, can we do this? And then it's like, should we? And we all think that we just got to go back to the brand. Like you said, it's, it's you have to understand your identity. For us, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's homegrown, it's the entrepreneurial dream, it's the American dream, and it's blending all that together in a glass of beer and, and trying to, to get people to come along for the ride with us. And, and we're, you know, we're, we're pumped. We try to celebrate everything along the way. Uh, I think Evan, Evan sent an email out earlier last week. I was out of town uh, where we, had, we, we finally hit 10,000 barrels earlier this week. It's just amazing. Like, two and a half years in, we'll land the year north of 13,000, so... It's just, it's, it's a lot of fun. So what's coming up that you yeah. could talk about? Oh, I, good, I've got some fun rumors about, yeah. I could kind of yeah. ask about, but I won't. Yeah, that's a really good question. I think, by the way, you said 13,000 barrels. I probably drank two of those. <laughs> I think, I think, I, I think <laughs> I've got a couple of them, too. At that. least. <laughs> we, um, you know, in, in terms of what's coming up at the end of the year, uh, one, of, one of our favorite products, customer favorite products, is coming back. Uh, and coming back in a really, really big way. We, we stopped producing it earlier this year uh, and, and did so for a couple of reasons. One, to, to run some tests to see how it would scale, and, and two, to, to really just try to, to make sure that the timing was right. So that, that'll be out. Uh, and I'm not going to say what it is because Jonathan would kill me if he wasn't. <laughs> I, I'm, um, I am secretly hoping that it's the dead blowist starter. Like, I'm just like, Yeah, I don't know. Please. <laughs> that is my favorite. Um, I have to say, that's my favorite beer period like oh, ever of all time like anywhere that is i for, and i like that you know the dead blow is good yeah. you know but like for some reason with the starter coffee it really it, it really adds it to does. it yeah. oh my it, it, it well so well with a tropical stout it's the first time i would ever had a tropical stout right. too 
Oh. The other one, We're just the other speculating one. that could be what he was talking about. I, I, I'm, just, just, in my, I I'm just hoping. In my heart of hearts, that's my, that's my hope. I, I can't confirm. The, yeah. the, other one, the other one is really cool. Um, you know, is, is, it's really interesting who you meet in this industry. It's very collaborative. So we are, we're doing a collaboration with a, with a really big brewery that we respect uh, that we're going to release later this year. I actually think we might, we may tap draft it, Dark Charge. I'm not positive yet, but that would um, be that would be pretty sweet. I've been out yeah. of the office for a week, so I'm not, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not completely up on all the details. But but basically, um, it, it, it's amazing because what we found is is we continue to push our brand more regional to learn. Uh, we're learning from bigger breweries who have already done it uh, that are struggling. Yeah. And the, the conversations that come out of it and the learnings that we have from it, I'm, I'm excited for this upcoming collab. It's, it's the first collab we've ever done uh, really with a, a massive brewery. So we've learned a lot from them. Uh, they flew up here, flew a team up here to, to do the brewing. If I was better prepared, I'd have like some music that I could cue up in the background that would give a really good hint. Are we able to get a hint of to who that brewery might be? Well, he be? said fly um, up. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's got to really be a southern tier brewery. If south, if, okay. if my sources are correct, which they probably are, it's a really, really, really sweet collaboration that I think, um, especially. I'm trying to think of a good way I can give some more hints than one. He said south, so I've got like five breweries that popped <laughs> yeah. up in my head. He said up, so I said southern the tier. Other, the other then really Gnome cool just said sweet, so I'm thinking sweet water. Uh, oh, see, southern tier's in New York, which okay. is like really so mind that, that would be down. Yeah. Yeah, that would be coming down. I, my, my first thought was like Cigar City or like Abita or I don't know, like yeah. some of the southern. Yeah, the other thing he's not going to say. He's not going to give it up. Yeah, I he's, can't. he's way too good. Yeah. It, it used to be that we could get like one of them on the show really easily, and then for a long time, Jonathan wouldn't let one person be on the show. And or try. Here he is by himself, and we can just keep poking at him until he gives it up. We, uh, the other thing is that we learned is that they've, they've actually, the, the brewery we're partnering with, has never done a collaboration, which, which was incredible for us to Google. narrow it down yeah, yeah. So I, no, I, Google. Didn't I already know yeah, it is. I know. <laughs> oh, I'll tell knows. you after the show <laughs> I sent I actually sent Jonathan a message this morning and said man I, I heard this can I write about it and I haven't heard back from him yet so that all day long I'm like I'm gonna write it I'm gonna write it <laughs> it's gotta yeah that has to kill you like oh, oh yeah. my gosh I have to say, like, with you on the show, um, so on, on our show, my husband, like, walks by that way. Uh, on, Haveadrinkshow.com. On, 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 yeah, thank you. See, on Have a Drink. Uh, <laughs> we try to, so we leave the, the local stuff to Gnome, but sure. we, we try to be, uh, a lot of our fans are like, we've got them all spread out throughout the country. Yeah. And we talk about beer news at the beginning of the show, and um, we have brought up before, of course, time and time again, this brewery got bought out, this brewery went under, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, on a recent episode, I had to bring up, like, I, we kind of it's a, it's almost like an inside joke now we're like so Braxton and then everybody's like oh because they, they can't get it and we're like I'm sorry because like one of our main fans is from like Maine so it's like it's not gonna happen but um we were just like so I have to have to bring Braxton up in that like not only did they you guys do the Kickstarter but you also had the the funding um you you had the money for set aside first plus doing the Kickstarter you got people involved and I feel like that community aspect of Braxton yeah. is really what pushes this brand forward. Yeah. Like you have diehards and you know, like we used to, my husband and I used to live um, within walking distance of here. And you know, we come in, we, there's a couple of bartenders who are like, Hey, sure. <laughs> and so 
so that that community feel has always been there for us. And, you know, now we have to drive down here, so it's a little... <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's less fun I don't, yeah. I don't want to hear you complain. I drive I, I way farther than you do. That's, that's very true. Yeah, it's like a 10-minute drive as opposed to a 10-minute walk um, for us. But it, that that community feel and that, that feeling of... It, it's like it's like the Covington Cheers, you know? Like yeah, oh, Everybody knows your that's name, awesome. and, like, you, you come in, and you, this is where you feel at home. I feel well, like the atmosphere is it's, great. It's absurd to me, because, like, I don't know how you, like, how you plan that. Like, I don't, right. and you I don't, don't know. Like, how do you, you do don't? that? Here, yeah. Here's what it is, honestly. You, you don't plan that. You no. can't coach it. You can't. This is this is all very organic, right? And, and we we do our best to try to create an experience here that everyone can leave feeling a part of. But, I mean, we, we can't control it all, right? Like, we have a phenomenal bar staff. We just, like, yeah. they are incredible. And the core of that bar staff have been with us since we've opened. Yeah. And it, it, what it comes down to is us. We want to recruit the right people, and then Evan and I view it as our jobs is to keep them. So we want to be the best place to work in the greater Cincinnati area. And we do our best. Like, we, we are probably transparent to a fault. <laughs> we do quarterly all-hands meetings where we share everything. Like the good, the bad, the ugly, the financial, all of it, and explain to them every decision that we make and why. And then every Sunday, so you guys get a Friday note that one of our one of our co-founders, myself included, uh, write that is just high level. What's happening in our minds given that week? I write one every Sunday to the entire company. That's more. This is exactly like the good, the bad, the ugly, and and it's it's. I think it's all about openness and communication that transfers the feeling of the brand to customers, right? And I want to say something about the brand because there couldn't be a better tagline for craft beer than lift one to life. (laughs) Well, I can tell you there's some fun stuff coming for that in 2018, too. (laughs) Since we're here for (laughs) the big sis show, cheers to that. That's true, yeah. That that message really spreads for for that particular event. Like, that that really helps with with Mike. Well, it does, and that's, you know, when... When we first got together and, and wanted to do a collaboration, we, for a lot of different reasons, that Braxton just made the most sense. I mean, the, the first recording that we ever yeah, did for the show was on the brew Minutes before we opened the brewery, <laughs> I'll never forget it, man. Like it was uh, gives me chills a little bit to be sitting here and just thinking about that. Like I recall you guys being up on the brew deck. That was when Evan was actually on the brew right. Deck. Like that was that's a big thing. No. Uh, you know, up on the brew deck talking to them, and we were all running around like crazy. I, I mean, it was just, I remember that night we ran out of cups. Like it, was, it was just, it was crazy. So, yeah, it's a, it's a special moment for sure. Well, thank you very much, Jake. Is there anything you want to tell people? No, I, I don't think so, guys. I just, dark charge, and we can talk about that for a second if I, you want to. I, you elaborate please. on that collaboration thing you got coming up. <laughs> dark charge is, uh, we're, we're going bigger and better than ever. So, we, um, we shut down 7th Street in front of the brewery this time, and we're going to connect 7th Street to the building. Uh, so we're, we're going to make a big event all the way inside and out, uh, completely t- tented and heated, so no worries about how cool it may be. Uh, we have music inside. This year we're doing a couple of things that are really different. So the first one, we're going to do a bottle check. Um, we have our, our team, we, we run around every year we talk about the variants, and we start talking about the variants in May. So we're like, let's let's narrow these down. Let's get them down to where we really want them to be. And then finally, it's like, you know what? There's too many good ones for us not to do them. So I heard rumblings. They packaged most of it this week when I was when I was gone. Uh, but I heard rumblings that tiramisu is probably the best variant we've ever done. I'm most um, I'm super excited so, for that. And and I'm excited because I love coffee. 
Uh, and, and then they use a little bit of cinnamon, a little bit of vanilla, so it's supposed to be phenomenal. Of course, my favorite is ancho chili. Um, there are two variants that we haven't announced yet. They get announced really soon. Uh, one of them is... They'll both be remarkable. I don't want to share too much and take away the thunder. I think people will get really, really excited about it. The other things that we're doing are really different is the first one we listened to a lot of you guys from last year. Uh, We are actually uh, bringing out a taster this year. Um, The the guest tap list that that we were able to curate is the best we've ever had. Uh, 19 different participating breweries. Uh, We've got a couple breweries signing temporary licenses just to bring beer up to the event. Uh, we're really, really excited about that. And and so we, we actually created a, a taster product. That it's a, I think it's a five-ounce taster and three tickets so that you'll be able to go and well, that's try different things oh, nice. without having to get a full 10, 12-ounce pour. Uh, because the average the average ABV of our guest tap is about 17.5%. Oh, so, Lord. So it's, it's going to be a long day. Pace yeah. is important. Welcome to Kentucky. Then, welcome <laughs> to Dark Charge Day. Yeah, yeah. Uber, yeah, Uber for sure. And then the last thing that, that I want to bring up that's super, that I'm most excited about is that this year, you know, we, we've – We've always tried to, to think about our, our some of our best partners who have helped us build this company. We've done food trucks for the past three years, and they're fine. They do a great job. But this year, uh, we actually partnered with seven of our top accounts, uh, and we may have uh, found a way to get them uh, some Dark Charge to play with. And they're all bringing out Dark Charge-inspired menus for the day. Uh, and, and it is going to be... <laughs> Amazing, and and I think that I think that announcement's next week. All the menus, but all in all, some we, some dark charge uh, Brew City brats would have been fantastic. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to take some of that home tonight. There you go. We uh, so yeah, we're we're pumped. I mean, it's it's going to be a huge day, December second. Um, couldn't couldn't be more get here fun. early. If anybody hasn't been to Dark Charge Day, get here early. Um, bring a folding chair, yeah. a little oh, bag yeah. chair. Yeah. Um, hang out in line because that is half of what the day is it about. Is. It it's, really it's just is. hanging out with people, and I mean, it's it's a block party, and it really is a block party. And um, I don't know if you guys can encourage people to bring a little cooler, but bring a little cooler, share some stuff. Oh, yeah, no one can do that. I neither. <laughs> I, I will neither know nor endorse the cooler, but, yeah. but listen to know. There, um, <laughs> it is. It is an absolute blast. If you um, have been to one of Listerman's releases. This is that squished all twelve months into one day. Basically, it's it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's really special. It's it's our day to bring the community together. Can we get a hint on one of the uh, the the variants that haven't been revealed yet? All I will tell you is that perhaps one of the two variants may have come from our innovation facility. Mm. Mm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, sweet potato just, dark let charge. Me, let me just tell you this: <laughs> when they when they pitched what they were going to do with that variant, I chuckled a little bit. So you'll just have to wait until you see it. All right, all right. I'm going to send some text messages tonight. I know some people to ask. <laughs> the beauty of this product, though, is that we don't have to get we don't you have don't have to get label approval. approval. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, guys, thank you so much. No, thank you. We, it. we appreciate you. Sis, you guys are great for doing this year after year. Of course. It means a lot to us. Like I said, you guys opened up the brewery with us. So really special. We can do it here and anything we can do to support it. Of course. Thank you. Cool. Thanks, thank you. Guys. Have a good night. Um, that's a good opportunity to take a quick break, too. Um, we didn't even, like, talk about beer yet. And <laughs> you guys are both out of, well, no, I know, I just ran out. you know, you are out of beer. So you guys 
I so, drank my whole cis pilsner <laughs> while we were during that segment. Wow, that you guys cool. go go grab some beers. Um, hopefully, you can do it very quickly, and we'll take a break. And if I come back from break and you're not here, I'll just talk about uh, that really cool Mont Carmel sign. We'll be back. Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. The dream, the dream is definitely the fact that we went from homebrewing in a garage to where we are today, right? That is, that is the dream. Where we go from here, we're gonna, we're gonna continue to figure out as we grow. Uh, we, uh, and we don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. Can you hear more fun with your clothes on? I don't think so. <laughs> You're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. This is Steve Shaw. This is Eric Bosler. Hi, my name is Gamel Nagy. Hey, y'all. This is Sean Willingham. This is Brett Coleman-Baker. Hi, I'm Scott LaFollette. Hi, this is Evan Rouse. Cellar Dweller Craft Beers. Darkness Brewing. Rivertown Brewing Company. Missable Brew Works. Urban Artifact Brewing. Blank Slate Brewing. Braxton Brewing Company in Covington, Kentucky. In Cincinnati. In Northside. In Hamilton, Ohio. Bellevue, Kentucky. Mar, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast. Cincy Brewcast. And you're listening to Cincy Brewcast. The voice. The voice. The voice of Cincy Craft. <laughs> Hi, this is Mike Stokes from Cincy Brew Bus. Cincinnati's craft beer scene is growing, and we want to take you to those locations. Here at Cincy Brew Bus, we love to introduce people to craft beer here locally in Cincinnati. We have an amazing craft beer scene. We have lots of routes to choose from and a lot of different places we can visit. Cincy Brew Bus is Cincinnati's premier and original craft brewery tour. We're the number one rated tour for breweries on TripAdvisor. We're the number one rated food and drink experience on TripAdvisor. And we're also the number two total tour overall on TripAdvisor here for Cincinnati. At Cincy Brew Bus, we provide a VIP tour experience for the novice and for the expert craft beer drinker. We like to take you out, show you how the beer is made, tell you about Cincinnati's rich brewing history, and at the same time, have fun, do some trivia, and drink some locally made fresh craft beer. I look at I look at the Bud Light drinkers out there as a you know a forest to be harvested. They're all out there and, and they don't know any better yet, but they will. You don't you don't ever hear somebody say, Yeah, I used to drink that craft beer crap. But I, <laughs> I went back to my Bud Light. You don't hear that, do you? No, you don't. You're listening to Cincy Brickcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. We're back. Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. For any regular listeners, look, the music is different for the second week in a row. I I have to confess, though, I didn't change it in time for the show last week and had to go back in um, uh, post and change it, so... But I did it. That should count for something. <laughs> Nobody ever gives me credit for the things that I deserve credit for. Credit. Why is your mic not up? I don't, I don't know. There is it are. working now? Yeah, there we go. All right. I'll give you credit for it. 
Andy Reynolds from Alexander Brewing Company. Uh, I think this puts you at number six or seven, maybe, for appearances on the show. I don't know, man. Um, we'll say, we'll say six or seven. Six or seven or ish. We'll just everything's ish. always an ish. Ish with me. Um, you guys were on the show just a few weeks ago. I'm trying to pull up my notes one-handed. Like, what episode was that? Episode, uh, well, episode 26 of season two. You were on that one. Uh, I like how they're seasons. Episode 16. Um, <laughs> volumes. Volumes. Volume. I, me and Mike thought about that, actually. I hated that. I just wanted episode numbers, episode one, two, three, and just keep going. Yeah. He's like, oh, I like it like a comic book, you know? I want, you know, volume one, <laughs> season, episode whatever. So I've just left it at that because it's Mike's show. A lot so, of people do the seasons now, um, and I'm just like, uh, well, now I have to, number. Well, and, and iTunes just changed to where you can put seasons in there. Oh. So now I'm going through and I have to change all the tags on 100 oh, and 160 something episodes. Uh, I don't remember how many episodes there are. A lot of episodes <laughs> change tags for iTunes. Ugh. We lost Chef Tony. I think he's getting a beer. Yeah, it's a, it's getting to be a long line over there. Well, we can yell to him. Hey, he's not going to hear it. <laughs> he won't hear it. No. <laughs> there, you know, there's only like maybe five people that can hear anything right now. Your, your little portable guitar amp's not. I know. I. Uh, hey, it does its job. There's people at that table that can hear it. That's it's, all. It's battery powered. It's working. See, nobody that doesn't do a podcast is really going to appreciate this but i can 100 percent right now pick up and do this podcast anywhere we could walk out in the middle of a big field or in the middle of somebody's backyard in the rain and do a show <laughs> in the rain. and we could record it we could broadcast it out from a speaker we could broadcast it live over facebook everything it's 100 percent portable um, headphones are a little issue but from someone else who does right. a podcast no i'm very jealous of your mobile setup yeah it's like it's say. it's taken me a really long time to figure that out and well um, coming up next on the podcast cast. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about Big Sis because we didn't do my favorite segment, which is the reason why I do the show. From the beer fridge. From the beer fridge. Or from the beer tap as it is now, which maybe I should change that one of these days. Well, you know how long it took me to change that yeah. um, intro music coming yeah. back from commercial. Probably it's all good. shouldn't worry about changing it. Um, Big Sis, let's talk about the beer. Andy, right. you are the beer geek of the group. <laughs> Tell us about Czech Pilsner. What what makes Czech Pilsner different from a German Pilsner like we tried last week at uh, Westside? Or no, two weeks ago at 16 Lots they had a uh, well, German. Okay, so Czech Pilsner is kind of what started the whole Pilsner game, if you want to think of it that way. and Or the Bohemian Pilsner is kind of what, what the styles. I don't know. There's an argument on that, too, but it's the same thing. The Czech Bohemian Pilsner, it's all the same style. And it, it's just softer water is what it comes down to. And it's what the Germans started trying to replicate when they made their Pilsner. And it's really what started the whole water chemistry issue in Germany. It's like kind of how they started understanding water chemistry was when they realized that they were making these lagers in Germany. And they said, hey, let's make it with this. And I can't remember the name of the river, so you're going to have to forgive me there because I've been been a long couple of weeks for me here. So... <laughs> But but the river is basically it just has softer softer water, and it, it's in the um, the Pilsen re- region in the Czech Republic. So um, softer water makes this beer better, is what it comes down to. So they're making these lagers in Germany. I think the Germans came down, and it was Germania at that point invaded the Czech Republic, or whatever it was at that point. It became part of the Germanian Empire. 
and they started making their lagers down there, and they were like, holy crap, these are much better down here. Pilsner was born. So today, when you see something listed as Czech Pilsner versus a German Pilsner... Water quality um, is all you're talking about. It's an all-malt Pilsner. Right. Typically, the Czech Pilsners are just a smash beer, though. Germans do tend to make it... You know, it, it can differ. It doesn't necessarily have to, but they can add a couple different malts to it or different hop variety. Typically, Czech is only Pilsner malt and Sayers hops. Right. Typically. Which this one is. Yes, um, absolutely. Little bit, little bit heavier on the the hops than I think you would get on some, but. Yeah, and and I think this is heavier on the hops than it was last year. Um, there's a little bit of a. Uh, Almost like a sulfury note, maybe, on the... Maybe it's coming from drinking a pale ale first, but... Yeah, that might be part of it, too. I don't I don't necessarily get the sulfur. It, it's kind of got that... I, I don't miscall it a mineral quality. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, it's, it's a little bit more bitter this year than it was last year. That, that's kind of what I'm getting out of it, but that's also me getting geeky with it, too. But the big thing is, and... Most pilsners are decocted or at least step infused. Um, Can we please not dig into the decoction not, thing right now? Because I can't that. handle we're it. We're not getting into it. I still it don't understand it. We're not getting into it tonight. But <laughs> that's my lovely wife yelling. Nobody does. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, that that tends to be the other thing. And most most German lagers are the same way. I mean, they decoct it or they step infuse it. Right now, modified grains or grains are so well modified that it's not really required, but they do it anyways, and it's part of the tradition of brewing. That's why they continue to do it, and I think that's kind of what sets them apart. Over if you ever have like a craft pilsner or something like that, that's just a single infusion. Even though they're using well modified grains, I think that they tend to be a little bit sweeter, and they don't tend to be as balanced as as a regular German pilsner. And I think that's why German pilsners or Czech pilsners turn out to be better. Right. Now, I also think that they always have, like, a little bit of a skunkiness to them, too, and that's just, that's that Sayers hop mellowing in, in a lager tank for a long time. You know, it's usually 30 days in the tank, so. I wish I knew how long it's actually spent in the tank. I mean, it's, when did we, we brewed that on, no, do you know off the top of your head? Um, September 26 sounds right. And we're at November... November 11th? 11th? Yeah, it's November 11th. So it's probably spent at least three or four days in a bright tank. They, they Last year they lagered it for 30 days. So I, I'd assume they probably right. did the same thing. Well, it's fantastic. And if anybody sees it around town, you'll, you'll see it here and there. I assume um, Video Archive should be getting some maybe or Overlook will be getting some. Somebody, um, Both right. of them, I, I believe, are set to Which get some. one of them could flag me down and give me a thumbs up but they can't hear me so um it's around town you'll see it um if you don't see it I, tell tell the people there like i want big sis and maybe they can get it because there's there's a lot of it around so well they only did uh one batch of it which is 20 barrels 20 barrels which is still it's still a hefty amount of beer but that's not you got to think if they're feeding all of cincinnati with it it's yeah. not yeah. i mean i think we're, we'll we'll drink close to 10 barrels tonight and then whatever is left will <laughs> really I've, heard, I've seen a lot of people getting that particular beer tonight, just alone. Like, there's there's quite a few people here. Not as many as last year, but I feel like there's still quite a few people here. And 
I've seen more people walk away with now the Hefeweizen glass full of big cysts. They, they actually switch it to their uh, Why didn't they put it in the lager glass? With it. Wow. Okay. Huh? They, they've got a lager They ran out of the lager oh, glass. Oh, is that why? They're out of all glasses. <laughs> yeah, they're just like. having a re... They're, there's, I think there's more than what they thought. Um, so let's talk about Alexandria a little bit. How are things going? They're going. Is Do you have uh, <laughs> more done since we were there a few weeks back? Um, yeah, yeah. So we've got... Um, we're getting our painting started. Uh we're, we're, I don't know, dressing up the front uh, awning area thing, if you want to call it that. Our sign's about to go up. Uh, I'm waiting on city permitting our signs already. I've just got to wait on the permit for that. So it's a lovely part about building. Right. <laughs> um, but, you know, the city of Alexandria has been awesome on it, so I can't say a bad thing about it. It's just, it's always a waiting game. Um, people are busy. Uh, let's see. I bought a pinball machine and uh, a sit-down arcade machine. So that's those fun. Are, those that was not me. That's Aaron okay. Coburn. <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> that's coming in on uh, December. Let's see. Our Christmas walk is December second. So December first, we're getting that delivered in time for the Christmas walk, uh, which is something local Alexandrian businesses are participating in this thing. Um, and we're just decided to get in on it and let people come in and kind of tour our facility. Assuming the concrete's poured by then, we'll let people walk around in the back area. If not, we're going to be kind of limited to the front. But, but you, you can you can kind of see into the yeah. back still. Yeah. It'll just be... It's a risk to have anybody cross that, that lovely plywood we've got covering our... <laughs> Our trenches, if you want to call it that. A little bit janky. Not too bad, though. (laughs) We got our trench drain in. It's not installed, but we we received it the other day. I don't know, man. It's it's a blur right now. (laughs) But out of every kind of uh, speed bump that you guys have hit along the way, it's home stretch. I mean, you guys are right there. Yeah. See the finish line. Um, It's it's quickly approaching. For anybody who, uh, who lives further down in Kentucky... Got to be excited about this. Um, for anybody who is um, a little further north, make it down there. Just you know, try to get down there a few times and 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 experience what 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 they're doing. It's a it's a really neat space, and I can only imagine it's going to do great things for Alexandria to get more people there. And, um, well, it's like what Jake give people was, their space. It's kind of like what Jake was talking about, though. I mean, what a brewery does for the area in general. Is is kind of somewhat remarkable. It's just it builds it up. And I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, I, I kind of worry that some people in Alexandria aren't going to be too happy about the change that it brings in. But there's a lot of the old guard that that is, for lack of a better term, they're dying off. I mean, they're getting older out there, and a lot of the younger people are demanding this type of thing anyway. So. Eventually, it's it's going to develop. It's been developing for a long time, and I think the brewery's really just going to going to push that along. I um, I, I agree a hundred percent. I it's one of the things that I love about craft beer and this whole craft beer kind of community. I guess is the best way to put it. The, the craft beer community is how it can change an area. How it can how it can revitalize something that's been missing from a certain area. And, and to me, Alexandria is one of those places that not that Alexandria needs to be revamped necessarily. I, I don't think but, it really needs the revitalization, but I think that there is a little bit of uh, 
I don't know, the stealing of the business, if you want to say it that, the business community. There's there's enough small restaurants that are doing well out there, but there's also a lot of, I don't know, it, it just seems like it's a hub for vaping shops or... <laughs> and there's everywhere. not really like a, like a gathering place for people like yeah. to, to come and, and, and sit down. You know, there's, there's, there's no Starbucks. There's no, there's no place right. for people to sit down and just... Hang out and talk, communicate. You know, right. just, just sit there and talk and play pinball. Well, yeah. and Because they can do that. They can. <laughs> they can. Um, and on top of that, too, you know, it, it's a nice community. There's a bunch of great people that live there. It's a good mix. Of, their, their slogan is where the city meets the country, and it's really true. That's, that's, that's a good slogan. <laughs> it, it, well, it, there's, a, there's a good community of... It's a nice subdivision area. There's a lot of subdivisions out there, a lot of well-to-do subdivisions out there. And then there's a lot of farmers out there, too, and, and I like that. I like that about Alexandria because my in-laws are farmers, and, and it's this whole, like, you get, you're going to have a farmer market out there without the prices going insane like you have if you go to a farmer's market, let's say, in uh, St. Bernard, for example. I grew a tomato once. Huh? I grew a tomato once. Did you? Just one. Uh, how did it turn then, out? Then the plant died. It was like this big. <laughs> I mean, that's something. Hey, you're on Facebook Live, so people can actually see what that that this. Oh yeah, big they can probably like. actually this big. Tomato was this big. Um, Chris and Brittany, let's let's talk about have a drink since Aaron Coburn is starting oh. early on me and making my life difficult. I just snuck in here. Sorry. Yeah, yeah Chef Tony disappeared. So yeah, we're gonna that, assume that he was either murdered crazy. or abducted by aliens. So yeah, no, the beer line has gotten quite large. Um, I snuck in here because I couldn't hear. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was getting loud. So well, yeah, you have to sit crazy. over there right in front of that speaker. Yeah, yeah, like he got up and I was like, well, I'm going to go co-opt in that set of headphones. Well, I mean, it's on. it's it's good timing because I want to talk about the show. I want to talk about what you guys have going yeah. on. There's, um, You guys mentioned that you are looking to dive into to video a little more yeah. heavily. We're, so, we're, we're doing yeah. a regular schedule starting... Uh, well, I guess tonight. Because tonight. We'll run from here, and we've got to go start recording. How many podcasts can you do in one day? We're going to find out because we are attempting to get uh, Twitch. What? Affiliation. Yeah. Twitch affiliation. So the will, there will be a revenue stream because, as you are quite aware, a podcast has real financial... <laughs> Thank you to our sponsors, Sensor Group Us. We love you. Yeah. So, Have a Drink Podcast is not sponsored by anyone. Uh, it is completely out of pocket from us, and soon we are going to launch a Patreon. Yep. Uh, we can't give the URL yet because we don't have it yet, but uh, we will be completely crowdfunded at that point, so it will be by listeners like you. Yeah, at, at, right now we're, we're kind of out of pocket for everything. Um, for almost two and a half years. <laughs> yeah, um, but our goal, so we're doing a, um, so part of the community that we're part of is uh, the Diamond Club community, and they are doing a big New Year's Eve streamathon, which we were part of last year. Can we year. talk about the Diamond Club's branding of Diamond? Doesn't it sound like some kind of strip club? Uh, it does. <laughs> it's not a high-end credit card. <laughs> because that's how it started. It's is, terrible. <laughs> Uh, a couple of guys who do podcasts and stream a lot yeah. decided to start to, a strip club. <laughs> they did. They were making fun of uh, Fifty Shades. Yeah, they were making fun of Fifty Shades of Grey, and they were just like, "Can we crowdsource a Fifty Shades of Grey kind of novel?" And they called it the Diamond Club, and they turned to their fans and said, "Hey!" And every like all these random people wrote chapters, and lo and behold, it 
ranked. That's it hit, funny. It hit like a New York Times top five yeah. bestseller. And it was all like <laughs> most random. It was the most the rancid, random together. sexual stories yeah. ever that these people put together. And ever since, they've just called themselves the Diamond Club. Yeah. That's, I didn't know that was the actual origin. I know, yeah. right? Um, it all but, makes sense. But so we're and, – and those of us who do, do smaller shows uh, in the Diamond Club are, yeah. are getting together. We call them ourselves the B-team. Uh, so we're doing uh, a New Year's Eve streamathon, and it was our first. Last year was our first video stream ever um, when, yeah. we, when we did the streamathon, and when we do it this year, we're actually going to be launching not only the Patreon, but kind of a relaunch of our show because we have a new logo. We're going to have new um, overlays, like new, kind of new everything. And then we, as of today, we're going to have our new streaming schedule, which is every Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And that's going to be on Twitch, uh, YouTube, and um, we're trying to work out the Facebook Live thing right now, but definitely Twitch and YouTube are the consistent um, kind of platform there. And um, our our ultimate goal is to get that Twitch affiliation. Um, And we've we've gotten up on followers since we started, which is nice. You have to get 50 followers, so anybody who wants to follow us on Twitch. How do they Twitch? Twitch. Twitch.tv slash have a drink show. And uh, same thing on YouTube. So YouTube.com slash have a drink show. But um, on on Twitch, uh, you just have to go and, and click the little heart. It doesn't cost anything to actually just follow a channel. So um, the, the followers really will get us up to that affiliation level. And we're going to be working on our streaming schedule and making our page look really nice and, and kind of just kind of pulling the whole thing together. Um, our ultimate goal is to just make this more of a, of a venture going forward and we haven't run out of topic ideas for the audio show yet. It doesn't end. There's yeah, always something. In fact, while while I was in the bathroom, I came up with a new topic <laughs> idea. Oh. We, yeah. can start, we can start talking about uh, breweries. Or not breweries. We're talking about breweries. Uh, whiskey. Oh, yeah. Like more in depth on the different on the distilleries. distilleries yeah, and yeah. We can launch into that. And so that's, the, the benefit that we have to our show is because we're called Have a Drink. So... We we have an episode coming up on tea, on the history of tea. And we have an episode coming up on winter beverages like hot cocoa. And, like, we're going to talk about, like, the Mexican hot chocolate and what that means and, like, the history of that. Um, in addition to, obviously, we've done spirits so far. We've also, um, our video shows cover beer sampler packs. We've got the next, we've got through New Year's Eve scheduled on the video sampler packs. So we're... Of course, we're going to be doing Sam Adams because that's kind of standard. That's easy to get everywhere for everybody um, because, again, we have listeners in um, different, very different states um, who don't always have access to the stuff that we're able to get. From so, Portland um, to dreary Portland, yeah, as from, we like to say. From, from Portland to <laughs> shiny Portland, yeah. Um, and then we, we, you know, we still plan on doing big stuff like Sierra Nevada and, and things like that. Uh, plus, we're covering breweries. We're covering beer news, which never seems to end anymore. We're, you know. What is the uh, the video show tonight? What's the topic? Uh, cider. Yeah. Cider. Tonight's hard cider, and we we both got to go get some uh, singles of that. Um, I'll be doing the cider guys dry hopped. Yeah, and I've got the Angry Orchard. Um, oh gosh, what's it called? It's like their new special series that they're so doing. I, I've I've been. Delving into cider, Andy is. Are you? A, do you know your cider besides what you were making when you were in the army? Well, no, I, I know about like I studied up on how to make a lot of different ciders, especially ice ciders. Mm-hmm. Angry the- Orchard does make. They've had a series of like a really high end cork and cage ciders for a while. Yeah, the straw man was actually one of my favorites, which which is like the big. Um, 
not a bomber. What, what's the It's the corking it? yeah. Well, it's the uh, champagne bottle or yeah. whatever you want to call it. We've got um, we've got a couple of those actually in our cellar right now. My wife really loves cider. We're going to actually do cider too. I've been digging awesome. into cider a little bit recently, and like I, I don't like these like highly carbonated, dry things that you keep finding around here. But yeah. every once yeah. in a while, I'll find something just you know perusing jungle gems, and I'll find something that just blows my mind away. That's that's so different. I'm a huge fan of pear cider. That's really hot is, right now. So yeah. yeah, we were looking around at singles, and most everything was pear ciders. Yeah. So that is the hotness right now. So I, I'd like to do a pear bourbon barrel cider. Is what I'd go. like to do. So, no, I think that, that I think delicious. that would be like a really good competing flavor. And I know that just sounds don't, weird. Don't but carbonate like the that. shit out of it. Like I know that that's <laughs> tough yeah. on a system where you're also pouring beer. That's true. But well, I want lower carbonation than what the beer is. But that, that's it, it's tough because you can't. You have to carbonate. Right, right, right. You have yeah. to carbonate it some because then it becomes a wi- an apple wine versus. Right. <laughs> so so, March first when they started out, they had a guy um, on their their cider side named named Garrett, right. who has now left and gone to like New Hampshire, I think, to eat nice cider, and been talking to him a little bit and been reading about what they're doing up there, and it just gets me so freaking excited for what cider can be and what this idea is and the ice cider thing. And there, there's there's some really cool stuff I, I there, there's a lot of things that I want to talk about that I've got in the works too that I just I, I can't can't talk <laughs> about yet it still is not it's understandable not not solid enough yet but I mean there's 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 a whole world out there so there is now with, yeah. with the tea though too and I just wanted to mention this we're doing at that Christmas walk that I talked about or whatever yeah. Christmas open house that's what it is we're gonna do a hop infused tea Ooh. And I, I don't know how I'm trying to get that recipe down, which has kind of been tough as busy as I've been. But I tried it once, and I put way too much hops in it. It was terrible. Well, <laughs> I found I found this way that I got this. Um, I went to Jungle Gems, and I found this tea that was uh, it was a lemon, I think a lemon sage tea, and it's working really good with citra hops. Oh, that would yeah. So, oh, good. so no Simcoe hop. That's what I've been using is Simcoe. So either way, and I, I'm trying it just a different different amounts of hops and it's so we'll have that up there for the uh yeah that's um, you got you got to do something that is the same day as dark charge day uh, i know so i know we're gonna wind up us, we're gonna wind up yeah. here it's the same day that night uh so well, yeah i mean we'll, yeah i may find my way down there at some point we'll see how this works out so, yeah that's a uh, rest in peace for any beer lover weekend well, because I, the friday you have <laughs> cbs right you oh, have yeah. double dry hopped biggie and pock up at listerman you have dark charge down here that saturday it's i don't know what to do <laughs> <laughs> i i don't want to say this out loud because my wife could be on facebook listening but i am going to be gone all day on saturday <laughs> you you could join me so much. Yeah. I'll hold your spot in line as always. But yeah, the, the tea thing is is definitely you don't see it as much, but I think it's a missed opportunity. Like, um, oh, I think it was Braxton and, and it was a collaboration. That it was somebody Quaff did. Brothers? With, okay, yeah. Uh, the the tea and then peach and it was a black tea sour. So it might still over. They still have bottles of it. Might yeah. be over on the shelf. Yeah, that was awesome. And and. And then tonight we tried the matcha blonde, which was actually really good. I love matcha green tea. And you on the aftertaste, you get all that matcha. So, like, I feel like that's kind of a... I, I wouldn't be surprised if that started to get gain more traction. Because there's always that thing, that, like, trendy thing, like, you have to grab, like, okay, what is what do we experiment here with? 
Well, so, I, I could say Dogfish had experimented with tea for a long time. That's true. Yeah. And it never sold. And that that's the issue is a lot of people don't don't equip. What am I trying to say? They don't they don't think about tea and they don't think about beer together. Right. Coffee and beer yeah. seems to go a lot better than, than tea and beer. That, that is stuff. interesting. Yeah. Right? yeah. So I had to be a passive listener, and when you all were talking dark charge variants, and I wasn't able to like stand up and scream and shout. Where's the coffee? Where's the vanilla this year? Because those, are my, those <laughs> are my two favorite variants every year. I, I, bought, I The vanilla I'm not as big of a fan of. Um, it's, it's not that it's bad, but compared to the other ones that they've released, but the coffee to me has always been a, uh, a standout. Um, the the mole version um, I was not a fan of on Dark Charge Day. But quickly oh, thereafter, I tried it. When we, we had it at my place. We tried it a, a, a few yeah. weeks ago on the show, and it, it's it's absolutely fantastic. I was going to say, I love that spice. We we popped our bottle of that last year, really, I, within a month. Yeah, this, the spice isn't there. It's not hot at all. Like, there's no spiciness to it, but it's, it's like, I mean, it, 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 it still has that the flavor behind it that, yeah. that I, I really was missing think before. That, his, that has to sit. That one does. Um for some reason, uh, I don't know why, but like, I, I'm I'm getting more and more into that stuff. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm 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 more about the smoked stuff because like we just had our episode on smoked beers, and I was like, oh, smoked dark charge would be awesome. That would be amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I think I think the the mole smoked would probably be. There's oh, a dude. Really there's good. a dude back here. Oh. That that's always talks to me about is making uh, chipotle <laughs> smoked pewter. John? That'd be great. <laughs> No, he's gone. You pointed to John, and he's just scarfing yeah, down yeah. some kind of like barbecue no, so or Vaughn, something. No, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. There's so many smoked opportunities. I feel like people don't do. I'm I'm a such a huge fan of smoked beers. But that that's another thing that it's it's just such it's a small easy po- do, yeah. pocket of the community that it's yeah it's so niche. Like, we I didn't know that. how niche it was until like we actually did the research to do an episode on it. And found out that the style had vanished completely until Alaska Alaskan brought it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. brought it back in a super small gathering in a hotel room where they brought one keg of it and slapped it in a bathtub full of ice, and they served it with smoked salmon to the few people that show up. And that's why we you still have smoked beer in craft now. It was because of that event. It was like a random offshoot party at like GABF one year. Yeah. <laughs> I you know locally I we, Very we honest, all so you don't think I'm crazy. <laughs> we all know Listerman loves smoked beer. Well, Dan Listerman loves smoked beer. Oh yeah, he's he the only it. one at Listerman that loves it. But, yeah. um, <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with it. There's I, I can never remember the name of the brewery in Germany that just overkills. The, they're like they're like the three points uh, of, of smoked beer though that just take it to that. 15th too high of a level. It's, they've got those goofy shaped bottles, yeah. kind of like yeah. the, the the ones that they used for the um, sweet potato beer today yeah. at, at Braxton Labs. And, that thing rocketed um, out of here, didn't it? Yeah, I, I had this whole idea in my head that I was going to like, I was going to leave a little early to come down here for the show and stop at Braxton Labs, grab some bottles, grab a beer, and then come over here and then I Before got on, noon, yeah, they were I, like, I got no, on Facebook gone. and it was like noon, and they're like, there's no more left. I'm like, well, shit. We, <laughs> we, we tried it over at Labs the day that they launched it. I can't remember. That was it was okay. A couple like, months ago, it was great. I liked it, but yeah. they, when they were serving with like a toasted marshmallow on it, it was like, no, that that it was o- a great picture that, opportunity. Yeah, I would right. say. it's fantastic but, that way with the marshmallow floating around in it. But awesome. like to, for them to sell out, I was like, really? All right. I mean, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, um, we're we're at the end of the show. 
That's it. Erin Coburn is is doing her thing and uh, loudly. Yeah, very loudly. <laughs> it's wouldn't be a Cincy broadcast if there was not some kind of loud noise happening that I had to deal with. You see, the last time I was here, we got like shut out because of my open mic night. <laughs> yeah. um, next week, when you're listening to this, next week, if you're on Facebook, it's not next week, but. Um, we're going to be at uh, Paradise for their first bottle release. Oh, Bourbon Barrel Age Imperial Stout. Those little hats. They're oh serving my the God. bottles of the little They're hats. They're awesome, man. Ushankas. They're called Ushankas. Ushankas. This is so awesome, dude. Um, so if if you don't already know about that, actually it is next week, even if you're on Facebook. It's next week. It's the 18th. Um, they are releasing uh, Wrath of the Tsar. It's Bourbon Barrel Aged Imperial Stout. They should have called it Wrath of the Tsar. <laughs> <laughs> right? Sorry. I can't, nobody yeah. can hear it. That's like it? a dad joke. I've, I've done too good on I haven't been a dad long sound. enough to make that kind of joke. <laughs> <laughs> I just did. Uh, it's, it's, it's an amazing beer. I got a little sneak taster of it. And uh, if you've never been to Paradise, this is a really, really, really good excuse to go down there. Um, Chef Tony is not here anymore, but he will be uh, serving up some beer rots that day in uh, the parking lot. So, um yeah, go go to Paradise. Get You're your not bottle. helping my wallet. It's and when they're they're not cheap bottles either. They I think they're seventeen dollars. Seventeen, yeah. Um, but uh, limits two per person, and uh, I think there's only like six hundred eighty yeah, or something. Not like even, that not too. even. And they're they're giving their mug club first dibs at it, and their limit is three. There's not going to be a lot of these bottles for you to get a hold of, and they, it is incredible. It's they, Justin, if you're listening, set one aside for me. <laughs> well, you better come out because we will also be broadcasting no, live. I'll be there. Since you broadcast, probably around <laughs> three or so, somewhere around there. So um, come out, get your bottle, listen to the show, wave. You can Maybe we'll go live on Facebook and you can stand in front of the camera, wave, and act like an idiot. Um, yeah, since you broadcast. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> uh, everybody get online. Follow Alexander Brewing Company, Facebook, Twitter, all that fun stuff. Uh, Snapchat. No, we're not, we're not on Snapchat. We're on all the other ones, I think. We're Snapchat's not on Twitch in trouble. Snapchat's in trouble. I thought I they were shutting down soon, I maybe. don't understand Snapchat. Never have, never will. I think that's why they're in trouble. Like exactly. I said, don't worry. All of us old fogies don't have to worry about understanding that one. Um, get online. Follow Have a Drink Show. I think it's Have a Drink Show on all the social media. Is that? Yes. Um, get on there. Listen to them. They're live tonight at 9. So if you're on Facebook, uh, go to the fridge, get a beer, uh, take a leak, make yourself some uh, pizza rolls, and yeah. jump on twitch.tv slash have a drink show. Yep. Did I get you it right? It. Look at me without notes. Bring a cider over there. We'll high five it. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had a mic for high fives. <laughs> uh, like I said, we'll be back next week. Get on iTunes, share the show, rate the show, follow the show, uh, Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Play, all that stuff. Hopefully, the RSS feed is now working after the hell that I've been through in the last week trying to make sure that it does. So um, share the show with your friends. Everybody, thank you very much. Um, Thank you to Braxton for, of course, hosting Big Sis again and for making such a fantastic beer. Thank you guys for being on the show. Thank Thank you for having us. didn't hit the music quick enough. Thanks for having us, now man. This <laughs> awkward pause to film. No. What? Happy Veterans Day. Hey. Thank you for your service. <laughs> That's what I want Thank to you say for your one. support. I want to shake your hand. Happy Veterans Day. <laughs>